To show you how easy it is to file a claim with GEICO, we hired a nature show host. In the native habitat of a suburban driveway, the poor victim of a broken windshield is left assessing his vehicle utterly helpless. Well, not true. If he's got GEICO, he can file a claim online, over the phone, or with his handy mobile app. But like a lone gazelle, he'll suddenly be left to fend for himself, awaiting his terrible fate. Nope. GEICO will assign him a designated claims team to help him out, too. So the gazelle gets his car fixed and everything. Wow. Nature is so cool. GEICO. Great service. Without all the drama. Welcome to the Barker Podcast Collection. Not Playing Podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and this week I'm joined by... Ian Bruce. Patrick Kelly. And Marcus Hurley. So, uh, yeah, there's been some uh, VR stuff going on. Um, they just actually released this Star Wars thing um, as part of yeah. Star Wars Celebration at the weekend, I guess. So what? They, this is just now on Steam now, and you can download it. Just went it. on Steam yesterday. Uh, yeah, played it yesterday. It's, it's super short. It's like five minutes long. Right. Uh, it, it's, it's like... It's more of like a kind of interactive experience than than a, than a game. Although it is interactive, you you have to do some bits in it. But oh, it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. You um you Manny Falcon lands at your feet. That's amazing. Uh, a panel thing comes down. You have to kind of fix it. You have to press loads of buttons. R two D two comes out, gives you a lightsaber, and then you have to have then you uh, like basically defend the, the Millennium Falcon from, from Stormtroopers. It's, yeah. it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's, it's, uh, I, 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 they got really bad, well, they got like 60% or something on Steam. People are complaining that it's too short and stuff. It's, it's a free tech demo. And uh, it's, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I think, I think you can, I think if you go in, into it with the right attitude, it's awesome. I, I had a big grin on my face playing it. Um, and but like, it, these things, like, the, and, and all things really in VR, it's about how much you put into it. Like, if you, if you, if you, if you expect to have an immersive experience just dished up to you onto a plate without you putting yourself into it, you don't understand how they've been designed. Like, you kind of have to, you know, go with the flow. You have to pretend it's real, and you're going to get a lot more out of it. The Millennium Falcon is smaller than I thought it was. It's really weird to see it to scale. It's not the size I thought it was. Um... If that's, cool. if that's the right scale, though. Well, you'd presume like an official LucasArts app would get the correct scale, though. Yeah, sure. But it also had the cubes from Portal in it, so I'm not entirely sure. Maybe they were... The what? It's also got the cubes from Portal in it. Huh? Has it? Yeah. If you, uh, if the Falcon is to your 2 o'clock in front of you, at your nine o'clock, there's some rubbish on the side with the cubes from Portal on it. Oh, I see. It's like a little reference. Yeah, just a Easter oh. egg, Easter cube. Easter cube. <laughs> yeah. Could be bothered to look that way. <laughs> I I didn't notice that. But yeah, it is cool. It was cool. It is what it was. But you you so you had a go of it as well, Ian. Yeah, uh, we 
I was tweeting the ILM folk saying, when's it going to be ready? When's it going to be ready? Uh, waited until six yesterday. Didn't drop at six. Everybody started going home. It dropped at eight minutes past six. So we downloaded it at work <laughs> and had a go. Um, cool. I think my problem with it was I wasn't the biggest Star Wars fan in the room. So I let the guy who was go first. And that meant I could see on the preview screen what he was seeing. So by the time I got there, I'd kind of seen it all already, but not in VR. Ah. Right. Um, which is my failing. Maybe that's why you as found a VR the stuff. Apparently. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Uh, but, but I did it after him, and then we had a brief chat about it. And the consensus really was the lightsaber stuff... Because there's troopers firing uh, lasers at you and you have to deflect them with the lightsaber. And and I've been thinking about this overnight. In the movies, that looks awesome because you can see the stormtrooper in one place firing these flashy laser bolts at somebody else in a different place. And it's all bouncing off everywhere and woohoo, yeah! But when those bolts are coming towards you and you're doing this kind of ninja chopstick thing with a lightsaber... First of all, you can't really see them when they're coming directly at you because you get the end of the laser bolt, which is a little bit... Oh, well, you would really, wouldn't you? Um, and perhaps because it, it is a tech demo and it's, and it's supposed to be an experience, they just... It's like they're being dragged by a snail towards you. Uh, it, it's extremely... Oh, I'll just get my three-year-old child who can probably do it as well as I can just by waving the lightsaber around. So I do appreciate for what it is. I thought the... Uh, they use photogrammetry for the landscape I think and that looked really really good I like the Falcon, I like the droid and the the basic interaction-y bits Um, but I think I have a problem and I've actually had this for a long time now anything that tries to make you feel like you've got a lightsaber like the Jedi Knight games and other stuff I think lightsaber stuff only works when you're watching other people do it so I really enjoyed my mate at work because he was both hands and he was doing all the stuff with it um, but otherwise, <clears throat> it felt like I wasn't watching Tekken. I was trying to be in Tekken, and obviously I'm never going to be in Tekken. So it was just a bit waving your arms around doing stuff, and it just—I uh, don't know. Rogue One needs to come along. And- I, I, I tell you what I what I think about sword fighting in general, and like lightsaber fighting in general in VR. It needs the game to incentivize uh, proper movement. Yes, um, and if it doesn't have that. Um, you yeah, like it kind of falls apart. Like the experience kind of falls apart, and it becomes this yeah. lightweight glowing <clears throat> chopstick. Yeah. Um, like one, the best one I think that's done it so far is Vanishing Realms. It it, it makes you have to have a certain amount of swing right. when you when you strike a, a, an yeah. enemy, it, and and that means that you always do these really intentional yes. kind of sword like movements. Yeah, and that and that's um, the, that's precisely the thing. It mm. missed choreography. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just kind of flailing this thing around like you've got a wasp buzzing around your head. And the, the saber yeah. looks good, and the sounds are good, and the little delay, the tracer after it and stuff, all looks great. But without any guidance as to how, right, if you stand like this and just do the poses yeah. and shit, you're just waving your arm around like a bit of a dick. Um. It needs it needs it needs a more sophisticated experience built built around it. Definitely, and I, I think, think even the, the the kind of third party lightsaber game that someone released for a couple of quid is, is yeah. better at being yeah. a lightsaber game. And I was just uh, something you 
said there about having guidance and being doing st- things with it. Yeah. Does, I don't know if I've been around when the. I'm sure you've discussed the Brookhaven experiment, right? Have you? Uh, yeah, I played that for you, two I minutes. Think, I think you mentioned it, Ian, actually. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Back. So I liked that because it gave you a torch and a gun. Yeah. And if you've watched enough cop movies, you could do that with the gun. Yeah. I'm doing the one arm resting on your wrist that's holding the torch. Yeah. Many people didn't, but some people did. And you could either kind of flail around with the gun and do stuff, or you could do the... And I really liked that. Um, but this was... Here's a light... I felt like the guy at the end of Force Awakens, before he'd mm-hmm. gone, oh, and now the script says I know how to use a lightsaber. But I'm interested to see what they what they do with it. Um, I think something... Yeah. I understand why everybody's hating on it. It's not really fair. Um, I'm sure it won't stop them from producing something full-sized and a proper experience with it. They are doing Star Wars, Disneyland VR stuff for the Millennium Falcon over there, so they'll crack on and people will love it. But I'd like to see something... I'm not really sure we're at the point where these kind of tech demos are really have any value. Um, it, it just it felt like something to get a, a LucasArts or a Disney, whatever it is lightsaber game out with the actual assets that could be used although Battle of Endor uses assets kinda uh, yeah it was okay it was just okay see when I first heard this described like I think Jeff Knart went on it at CES or something and said like this must be running on some kind of you know quadruple quad core like it was Crazy, originally, yeah, they did, they did scale it down to release it publicly so it's, oh right so it so was it's originally down. running on like uh Dual, either dual Titans or dual 980 Ti's or something like that. So yeah, they did scale it down quite a bit to to release it publicly. I think you can still run it in that mode. I think there's a high res mode that you can run it in. Um, <laughs> but it, it still looks pretty good in, in normal mode. I haven't tried the, the high end. Uh, unskippable crawl at the start was a little bit tedious. Having watched it, yeah. Having and I think that I mean that's a general thing with VR recently. Oh, really? I guess. If there's a number of you waiting to do it, you and you're looking at the monitor, <clears throat> you're spoiling it for yourself by seeing what they're seeing. Yeah. Um, but I would have liked to have skipped stuff definitely. And it took us about five minutes to figure out you need to push the controller through the play button at the start. It's <laughs> oh, <laughs> not working. The controller's not plugged in. It hasn't got any battery. What's going on? <laughs> to be fair, if 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 guys who design shush, no, shush. Miss, miss that they haven't done a very good job at designing the UI because yeah. like if you have to explain the UI it's not yeah. good uh, well you know we just both stood there looking at it trying to we change controllers no I did the same thing I did the same thing yeah. I was like what, what what's that right now um, oh dear but that's because I think that's because it was made <laughs> quite a long time ago like so many people have fixed that problem now haven't they so many people have yeah, you know, made cool, quirky ways of starting the experiences. It, it could have been worse. It could have been like a bulkhead, and you had to put a lightsaber in and actually cut your way through. That would have been amazing. Well, that would have been. You, you can put the lightsaber in the ground, and it leaves a nice little. Oh wow! Like yeah. you've cut it. I mean, it goes. It, the delay on that is not yeah, very okay. long, so it goes away quickly. But yeah. I did kind of manage to draw cock and balls with it, which was yeah. quite good. <laughs> It's got to be done. Absolutely, always got to be done. Done it in two brush. <laughs> done it in this. I played through so many things. I'm just going to fire through a couple of little things I played. Go on. Um, so, uh, so just quickly, uh, it's not really a game, but Vive Spray. Ah, so good. It's just a, a, a graffiti simulator. So it gives you 
just a blank wall and you have uh, a spray can in one one hand and in the other hand you have the palettes you can change the colors and you can um uh you can you can save it or you can you know reload a previous save or you can you know take screenshots whatever um it's not a game but it's it, it sort of is it's it's playing you know it's playing with pain it's it's basically a physics simulator of spray paint um, it's really cool. I love I, I love doing art stuff, and I don't really do that much as an adult. So it's nice to have something that I can just sort of stick on my head and just immediately just do some cool spray paint or just you know draw a dick button <laughs> whatever it is. Like it's it's just it's just a really cool thing, and it made me think. You know, there's there's definitely potential like game ideas in that mechanic as well. Like um, like I. I thought like it'd be cool to have a game like in a kind of uh, kind of cyberpunk future where you've got um, kind of uh, propaganda that you've got to spray over or something like that. There's there's so many kind of cool things you could do with with you know going around a city and spray painting and stuff and avoiding the police or whatever. Stuff. Yeah, that, like it's a like that's going to be a cool VR game when someone makes something like that. You could um, do that in the Warriors game. Oh really? Rockstar really? made they've made a whole like because because it was all about like you'd be in a fight. Yeah. And you'd start spraying, and then some dudes would be like, "Hey, what you doing?" And uh, <laughs> and and, and you, it would be about trying to get the tags up before you yeah. got into a fight. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Someone's got to make a game like that. It's a, it's, it's yeah. a cool idea. Uh, another thing I played was uh, the Nest, which is like a sniper game, and it's um, it's very kind of arcadey, I guess. But it's um, you're you're in this tiny little room and you've got one window yeah. and you're holding the snipe it's a one controller game you only have one controller in it and you're holding the, the, the barrel with one with both hands uh, so you basically hold the handle as you normally would and then you sort of rest the, the large part of the vibe on, on your other hand to kind of get an even better balance some people are putting them on tables or on, on actual physical <laughs> objects to get it get them like more more stable but you, you essentially just take out these squads of uh, robots uh, and there's two levels there's a daytime and a nighttime one very very simple but quite difficult to, to, to do and difficult to get high scores in at least uh, but yeah cool little cool little sniper game um, the the one of the one of the gems I played this week. I haven't put that much time into it. But it's definitely worth uh, a mention. Is a Rec Room. Uh, okay. and rec Room is basically like uh, a Wii Sports for for VR. Yeah. You 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 go into this kind of crazy, uh, cartoony, colourful kind of gym, and you're immediately sort of met by other players. I think it has a maximum of ten players at the moment. Um, and it's it's very similar to um, uh, the pool game. I've totally forgotten the name of it that I've been playing it's recently. It reminded me of a game I brought up on here ages ago that was nothing to do with VR, but it was, uh, uh, it, was it had that weird that thing. The graphics. thing. What the what one are you? the Russian doll thing? Was it? Uh, no, it was it was. Uh, I'll carry on. I'll I'll think of it. Well, it, it's basically yeah. So basically, my point is, it, it's, it's it's immediately a a, a a social experience. As soon as you get in, like you, there's mm. people chatting and mucking and throwing things about, and you've got this huge gym and um, there's loads of different games you can play. So there's like ping pong tables, 
Uh, so you can play a game of ping pong just up against a wall or with another player. There's darts and, you know, silly things like that. There's a little changing room where you can change your avatar and you put on like silly clothes, like silly hats and ties and stuff like that. Um, but the, the, the main part of the game is that once you've got a group together in this space, you then go out and, and do these kind of sporting events together. And I did like kind of several. So there's, it's, well, it's not only sporting events. I mean, there's like charades as well. So you're, doing, <laughs> you're playing that against on stage to these <laughs> other players. And um, that's kind of crazy. But the, the, um, I did dodgeball. So I was playing dodgeball with a bunch of uh, uh, American guys. And um, they, uh, yeah, they're just physically throwing these, these balls at each other and trying to duck out of the way and not, got, not get hit. Um, hilarious. That does look fun. Massive I'm, amounts of fun, really funny. It's got um, it's got these little movie cameras all over the place, and you can pick them up, and you can record little gifs of the other players playing, and then like upload <laughs> them onto the the server. Um, th- another game we played was um, like disc golf, you know, like frisbee golf. Um, so each player has a right. frisbee, and then you have to like hit a target, and like like halfway through the course, like one of the players went off into the this little bar that's on the side and starts like pouring everyone drinks and stuff. It's just like a massive amount of fun, but it's it, it it's exactly the same thing as that 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 pool game, uh, that pool nation VR. It's it's like oh, this is the future of social media. This is what Facebook is going to be. This is entirely what kind of online. Uh, social media is gonna is gonna feel like in the future. Like that's absolutely what this game is is showing you, basically. Ready Player um, One. So, Ready Player One. Yeah, just but it's it's cool again, and it's a, kind of like the Pokemon thing. It's it forces you to talk to have conversations with people you would never have Ugh. conversations with, Ugh. and like throw balls <clears throat> at each other's faces. It is a cool thing. I think it's a really cool thing that I, I, I don't know. Part of me worries that this is just like this is just the golden era of VR, and once it becomes mainstream, then it becomes a big cesspool, and it's like everything else, and you get people being abusive and stuff. But a part of me wants to be naive and hope that that's not the case, and it's going to stay like this forever because all these all these games are just full of really like decent people being nice to each hmm. other and like just yeah. getting on. Yeah. I hope that that lasts I, I really do um but at the moment it, it's it's a really nice thing to be around like to to just be experiencing these things um, um like for the first time uh with with complete strangers and to see other people's reactions as they play things and stuff it's like it's it's a game in itself like it's it's very cool this has been the not playing podcast in partnership with notlistening.co.uk where you can also hear myself and ian talk about movies and tv on the not watching podcast and marcus and, and Marcus as well and Adam, Ash and Will talk about all manner of funny things on the Not Listening Podcast you can email us at notplayingpodcast at gmail.com or you can tweet at or follow us on Twitter at notplayingpod you can find the show notes for this show at notlistening.co.uk if you're listening to us on iTunes then please do give us a review five stars will help us uh, that's all for now thanks for listening see ya bye
You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow! Ow! Some things never change. Like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. P please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.